So here's a case study, and it's about a young couple. They both work. Uh, maybe they have kids, maybe they don't. Between the two of them, they're highly paid, but not super highly paid. They, they, between them, they make somewhere around $180,000. They own a small home, and they don't have a lot of toys. They don't live up to their eyeballs. They save a lot of money, but they have fun too. So here's their goal. They're 32 years old. They want to retire before they're 65. When that happens is up to how things work out, and everybody's crystal ball is as reliable as the other guys. But if they can retire in 20 years, that's great. If it takes 30 years or more, they understand. What they have now is they have $150,000 that they've saved up. And $100,000 is in a personal account. $50,000 is in a Roth IRA. Now, that Roth IRA, it can't be rolled into anything. They were not happy to hear that. But just so you know, almost anything can be rolled into anything else. A Roth IRA just stands alone. So here's the thing. We're going to take a lot of different plates that we're going to have spinning at once. The first is going to be because they're young enough in their early 30s, we're going to get them hooked up with David Schaefer and what's known as an EIUL. We don't need to go into that. I'll give you the bottom line. It's an acronym for Equity Indexed Universal Life. It's an insurance policy designed to hold assets or create retirement income. For them, it's going to be income. The income by definition, and it's IRS definition, is tax-free. And it's way down the road, at least 20 years. The second plate is going to be real estate investment. They're going, to, they're going to buy a small Texas duplex. They're going to pay $300,000 or less. It's going to cash flow. They're going to love it. It's going to be managed, blah, blah, et cetera, et cetera. The third thing they're going to do is they're going to take that $50,000 in their Roth, and they're going to buy a discounted note with that. And that play is going to be give or take at least 17 years because 59 and a half is the earliest they can access that. So what we have is EIUL, real estate investment, and notes. And notes personally versus notes in your qualified retirement plan, which is IRAs and 401ks. So the next step we'll be talking about specifically how we're going to interweave those investment strategies together to enhance one or more of them such that they're either bigger at retirement when it comes to income, they've been turned into after-tax uh, after or tax-free income, or they've been turned into greater income at retirement. So here's what the first thing they do. They buy a piece of real estate. Now, they have 100000 saved up, I said. It's going to cost them about $80,000, maybe seventy-five, maybe eighty-five. Down payment, closing costs, 
all the different things that come, come in escrow when you buy. They're going to end up owning a property that the spreadsheet says is going to yield north or south of $5,000 a year. But you know what Murphy says? Murphy says we're just going to take the gross rent for the year scheduled and divide by two, and so their cash flow is going to be a little over 2000 a year. I much prefer that. Let's do the spreadsheets, but let's just believe that Murphy exists and he knows where we all live. So now that left, give or take $20,000 in their bank account. Now, they make about $180,000 a year. They told me when they did their budget that after taxes and after everything, their family is able to save, give or take, about $4,000 a month. So what I'm going to have them do for the first six months is add, give or take $25,000 to that $20,000 extra. And their cash reserves are now going to be labeled untouchable in big block, black and white letters. That's their cash reserves. Forty-five grand. I don't want it, with rare exceptions, ever to fall below that. Again, Murphy. So, what do they do next? Well, they've got $50,000. Oh, wait. Let's stop spending their money in lump sums. Let's go back to David Schaefer and let's get them an EIUL. They're saving $4,000 a month. So after that initial six month has funded their cash reserves up to 45 grand. And remember, they just own one small duplex and it's adding to their cash. So 45,000 is a nice generous cash reserve. So now they're gonna take about a thousand starting in six months, every month, and they're gonna pay and they're going to pay at least for the next 20 years until they're 52. Now, I might tell them, and they may decide on their own, that at 52, they want to stop paying that premium and start taking the money from the EIUL. But it's going to be up to them. They might decide to take it at 62 or 59 and a half a few years later because 59 and a half coincidentally coincides when their 401k or IRA note fund, which is what they're going to be investing in, that's the first time they can access it without paying penalties. So let's talk about that EIUL. Let's say that they decide $1,000 a month is what they're going to put into it. My experience is if they do it for 20 years and they index that $1,000 monthly premium to inflation, they're probably going to end up with somewhere in the vicinity of four to $6,000 a month tax-free for virtually the rest of their life, beginning at 52. If they wait till 59 and a half or 62, that figure is probably going to be more in the vicinity of six to $9,000 a month, again, tax-free, and virtually for the rest of their life. Now, the people that do all the actuarials will tell you it's a finite period of time, but just it's going to be for a very long time. Now, they've invested in a duplex. They're paying it off. They have a plan to do that. They're saving $4,000 a month. They've built up their cash reserves to 45000 
they're taking 25% of the $4,000 a month they're saving after they arrived at their cash reserve amount to get an EIUL going. So what's next? 